content, but when it's time to deliver, they fall flat on their ridiculous faces. Enter LA Talk Radio, a cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk station that delivers totally original content without any commercials. Log on to latalkradio.com and get involved with the best talk radio station on the internet. LA Talk Radio, we say what we want. The morning show that's on your side. But then again, so is appendicitis. Broadcasting live from the palatial studios of L.A. Talk Radio. Get ready for the best morning show on the Internet. It's time for Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the show. It's Monday, February 25th. Guy, like, time just flies, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, really. I know. Yeah. I know. We just started February. Man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Almost, I mean, only three more days and we've got a new month. It's just like, I mean, I know February is like a quick month, but like, damn, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Like, wow. I think we're just too busy, you know, and time just flies right by us, man. I think time's moving faster, actually. Everybody's busy. Busy, busy, busy. I just think time is moving faster, too. Maybe it is. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I always said to my parents, like, when, when I was younger, they're like, time goes by too quickly. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Mm. Things take forever. And they're like, when you get older, you'll see. Yeah. And it's funny because I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, the older you get, the uh, the more, you know, I mean, the faster things move. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think because you're a kid, you know, I mean, time is just like long, you know. I mean, yeah. just think about it. When you're like five or ten years old, you know, one year is like a fifth of your life or something. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. You know, and now when we're older, a year is nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a little okay. fraction of our life. Yeah. So that's my theory, but what do I know? What do you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> did you have a nice weekend? I saw you uh, posted pictures looking uh, amazingly nice. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. You, you got a gown from... Uh, I got uh, a gown from, from Atria. Atria, right. Yeah. yeah. I love Atria. They're great. And yeah. then, it's funny because I, I was going to wear like something else to another party. And I was like, oh, I'll just wear this one. Because not that many people saw it. They just think it was the same night anyway, yeah. you know? And I went to this um, other gifting suite, and they gifted me with a $10,000 dress. What? I mean, I have to give it back, but... Oh, okay. The, yeah, I mean, you only wear dresses once anyway. That's true. Like, huh? I wanted to keep it so bad. Wow. But yeah, it's a, a Parisian designer um, named Clarisse Herrell. Uh-huh. And um, she's a phenomenal also. So just one-of-a-kind dresses. Um. Yeah. Wow. So thank you to both of them. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, that was the green dress that I wore on some photos. Oh, that's the one. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. Good enough to go to the Oscars. I in, was you like, know? okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So I went to some really great parties and and then some really weird ones. So it is what it is. Yeah. So you went to gifting suites and also to Oscar Oscar parties yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I went to an Oscar party uh, last night, and uh, it was for porn stars. Oh, so God. imagine they were all late. <laughs> oh my God! Why did you go to that? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I have a friend who's in the industry and stuff, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was fun watching the Oscars. Did you get to watch it at all? Here's the thing. Yeah. Um. So Directv is coming on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So there was no TV um, just this weekend. So I watched it online. 
Uh-huh. And um, it went off like I don't know two hours in. Really? Yeah. Why? Like I got up to like the point where um, God, he was on stage. I can't remember, and then it just went off, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so mad. But did you? I love the boob song. Yeah, yeah, that was something. We man. just gotta find it. We gotta replay it. Yeah, that, the that boob was song. Like huh? great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your boobs. Yeah. I saw your boobs. <laughs> I saw your boobs. I thought it was great. I, was I like, know the reactions great. from those actresses. You know, I think that was part of the. It bit. was. It was part of it. It was planned. Yeah, like they it was were part of the bit. They yeah. were told to be pissed off. Yeah. It was a. It was saying it was in the future. Right. And this is what they look like. And then they were playing it then. So, right. So yeah, it was clearly like. Otherwise, it would have been laughing. Yeah. You know? With yeah. William Shatner, who I th- I felt did not belong there. <laughs> that was just strange. Yeah. yeah. And he's wearing his outfit from Star Trek. That was yeah, weird. Yeah, in this chair and stuff. Yeah. But, you know the uh, the I mean there were some funny parts in there. You know. Yeah. And there were like some really funny parts uh, and. Uh, I, I can't even remember all the the jokes that he told, but <laughs> sounds there, like Marlon was, was so funny. Uh, that the, remember the one the the bit with um, uh, Sally Field. Remember yes. when he was like the flying nun? You didn't. Oh see my that? god, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but I'm the flying nun, and yeah. she's like, get the hell out of my dressing room. And he's like, but why? I want to watch you. I want to watch you all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a big fan of you. <laughs> It was so, that was so funny. I mean, that was pretty great. Yeah, and then they end up like kissing and stuff, you know, so that was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but I mean, you watch the Oscars and it's just like they all self-congratulating, you know, they, uh, you know, they bask in all the limelight and stuff and I guess they deserve it, but at the same time, it's just all the ass kissing and shit, you know, it's just like. There's a lot of ass kissing. Yeah. A lot of ass kissing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of brown noses there, you know? Well, that's just the way it is. That's the industry. Yeah, I guess it is, uh, That's huh? what drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah. They think, I mean, they think like they're so important, but, you know, when you think about it, I mean, all they do is make fucking movies, you know? I mean, it's not like they're saving the world or anything, you know? It's Some are. Yeah, well, but that's not what they're getting the awards <laughs> for. <laughs> I know. You know, but, um, yeah, so uh, let's see. I think I had some of the uh, the list here. So, uh, yeah, like Argo, for example, mm-hmm. won the pic- best picture, but uh, it was obvious that, you know, Ben Affleck was uh, not included in the director category and people made a big deal out of it right. and everything. So apparently what they're saying is he's never been nominated for a director ca- category for mm-hmm. some reason. No. But uh, so he seemed kind of shocked when the, when the movie won, but... It was, uh, I don't know, have you seen Argo? I haven't, but like I said before, it's a lot of, uh, it's very, very political. Mm. And it has to do with um, whoever you schmooze the most for your, for your party. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was there when they, um, you know, I worked on a movie uh, years ago with um, Val Kilmer. Actually, it was, it was, I didn't work on the film, it was actually his good friend that he wanted to win. Right. So what we did is we threw a party um, in honor of this film. And we invited all of the Academy members, board mm. members, which are, you know, everybody in the industry pretty much, to come. And they did. And um, we had, oh, my God, what's his name? Who's blind? Who plays Stevie? Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Sorry. I was drawing like He was playing. Right. We had him perform. We had a couple other performers come in. Um, we had a lot. I mean, you, anyone who's anyone was there. And um, it was a crazy, insane party. It went all night long, fully catered, obviously a full bar. We had security everywhere. Mm. I put this event together in three days. I don't know how the hell I did it, but mm-hmm. I did. 
Um, and I was like still getting ready up until eight o'clock and I still had a towel on and people were coming in <laughs> and I'm like, just, I got to get in the shower now. You know, like uh-huh. it's pretty funny. Um, your piece on, okay, where's my booze now? And then like eventually <laughs> that was like, go have fun. Please yeah. just go have fun. Cause it was like 10 o'clock and I'm still running around. He was like, just, just chill. Right. Go drink. I'm like, all right, done. But, um, but yeah, everyone there was for this one film, right. which was not nominated at that time mm. and they were trying to get it nominated and I will let you know that uh-huh. it got nominated it got nominated yes wow because so you gotta know the to, right people right I mean, well that's for sure it's throwing a, it's really throwing a party with um, and it was someone in you know because he was who he was it was like all of his friends or people in the industry he's worked with and they respected him you know and his opinion that he really enjoyed this film and where it came from so when they all were invited and they're like please vote get this on the on the ticket they did. Mm. So it, it's it's a matter of doing a lot of that. Yeah. And I will say it's just like it's very political. Otherwise, the old members, that's not going to happen. It's who they want to win and who they think is refined and great. And it's the same people over right. and over. It is. It's always and the same crap. people. You know? and, um, and, and so I will say that I'm glad Ben Affleck won mm. or, or that film won because it was breaking the mold a little bit. Mm. But I knew he was going to win and I knew Jennifer Lawrence was going to win. And yeah. the reason why is because, see, she's the newbie. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And like I said, um, Hollywood makes newbies. They will do anything they can if it's if they know that they they have the next best thing right here. Right. They need to make a next best thing because Lindsay Lohan's gone. You know what right. I mean? Like people like that are, are just flying off. Right. They need a new, pure, you know, uh, innocent type but good, you know, amazing actor right. to purify, to, you know, make known. And bam, they found her. And now they're, they're not they're not going to stop until she wins everything to make sure they've got gold. Right. So it was planned. And, and if you're in the industry, you know that. Right. And you knew she was going to win or she yeah. was going to be on top of everything. Yeah, but you know what? She wasn't really competing with anybody serious. I mean, Naomi Watts, you know, I mean, The Impossible. I never even heard of this movie. And uh, then the only one is Jessica Chastain from Zero Dark Thirty. You know, I mean, the other ones are too foreign. Uh, one was the little uh, girl from the movie... Uh, Beasts of Southern Wild, right. which I haven't seen, and then there's uh, uh, the French movie Amour, uh, which I heard. Uh, is it I heard French it was, or is it uh, Spanish? I don't know what it is, but well, I heard it was just crazy. It was so so sad and depressing. Really, the movie? Yeah, they were, yeah, they were talking I imagine. about it. That's how foreign films are. Well, they were saying basically like, okay, I was like, so basically it's like a horror of the Notebook. So like, it's like this dying um, couple whatever on their deathbed and the whole movie centers around the deathbed oh and it's wow. like it's a love story but it's like it just takes place in a room right the, deathbed, the whole oh, movie wow. and it's very depressing <laughs> so i'm sure it's moving right but it sounds like i'd rather slice my pinky toe oh wow and then reattach it yeah so that's what i'm saying i mean she was the only viable one really you know i mean naomi watts never wins anything and <laughs> <laughs> she's gotten nominated a lot, but yeah. yeah, I guess you know. And but Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, she's she's a pretty good actress, you know. I mean, I only saw no, I'm her in, saying in, she's a good actress in the Hunger Games, but you know, her. yeah, and she's pretty, um, um, you know, I mean, they, they can like cast her as a teenager, even like in the Hunger Games, and uh, she she would be just fine, and then they can. Castor is an older woman or whatever, and she's just just fine, you know. So um, yeah, kudos to her, you know. I mean, I like her. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. 
Like I said, you said she wasn't hot. I think she's cute, though. I think she's you know? cute-ish. She's yeah. kind of like, okay, certain people have the potential to be very pudgy. Mm-hmm. She's one of them. Yeah. So she, like, has to try really hard to work out. Right, I mean, no right. offense to those who are pudgy. I'm not. I don't mean that right. way at all. Yeah, but like like that. when they picked on Kate Winslet and stuff, you know. I mean, I think yeah. she's very hot, you know. So I she's like not Kate skinny, Winslet but. because something about her, just something about her. Yeah. That was really funny in the boob song. They were like, and I saw your boob. Like there was like every actress had one movie they had shown their boobs, and with right. Kate Winslet, she had like ten. Yeah. And then he was like, in every other movie that you do, <laughs> yeah, you show your boobs. <laughs> Yes, you do. Let's like, see if we can find that song. <laughs> we probably have it on YouTube. It's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, that is so greatness. <laughs> I'm so glad that I like found that one. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So, anyways, we do have a guest calling in in a, in um a little bit. That's true. In a couple of minutes, so yeah. we'll wait for the song. I see the song's already up on YouTube a million Perfect. times. So we'll get to it in just a second. That was funny though. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Well, you, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say you can play it now. She's not gonna call until ten fifteen. Yeah, well, it's ten thirteen already. Yeah, I get yeah, We to won't get. Well, we'll play oh, it after right. that. But uh, Daniel Day Lewis won for Lincoln, which uh, amazingly, Steven Spielberg did not win that one for uh, for directing. Mm. It was Ang Lee that won yeah, for Life of Pi, which, which was won, a good film, and it won a lot of awards too. You know, I mean, it definitely got some. Uh, like uh, world director, and uh, then they had uh, uh, let's see, original, not original, yeah, no, nah, never mind, doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I didn't get to see it because my TV went off, so I wouldn't mind hearing it. Yeah, have you seen the movie at all? Life of Pi. Yeah. Yeah, I meant the Oscars. Yeah, no, I mean Life of Pi. You've seen that? Yeah. No. I okay. thought it was really good. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Very good. It was definitely, it makes you think. Oh, okay. Well, we'll think then. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Who else? Uh, Supporting actor, my favorite one, Christoph Waltz. It was in Django Unchained, and uh, he also won last yeah, year for *Inglorious Bastards*. Yeah, he's great. And he's an amazing, amazing actor, and uh, he's been underutilized, I think. But you know, I think that uh, Tarantino knew he's got something yeah. special in his hands. You know, Tarantino is just great at finding people like that. Yeah, you know, and but he the he only won for uh, screenwriter, so uh, screenplay. Hmm. So uh, let's see. Original screenplay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you'd expect him to win a little bit more, you know, but what can you do? You know, the movie's a little controversial and stuff. Maybe they didn't want to touch it. I thought it was such a great film. Yeah. I mean, it really... Yeah, I really want to see it. That's the only film I still haven't seen. Well, that and Lincoln also I want to see. Yeah, I might see Lincoln. I'll wait for TV. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care that much. Yeah. The thing is, I like historical films, and I know everyone's like, oh, my God, Lincoln. Right. I just don't know if I can really watch a movie on presidency. I think I might be bored out of my freaking mind. I I was thinking that, too, you know, but I think Steven Spielberg can make it interesting. And there's also a lot of, like, fight fight scenes and things like that, you know. Yeah, with the war, I guess. Yeah, with the war and all that stuff. So it might be interesting, you know. I mean, who knows, but. A lot of people are saying it's a great film, so... Yeah, I might watch it. I'm just going to wait for TV. Yeah. Or Redbox. Once a dollar. <laughs> Redbox. Do they still exist, those Redboxes? Redbox? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Blockbuster doesn't exist. Redbox does. Yeah. No, I know, but people don't really rent anymore. They just stream, you know. That's not... 
Totally true. Redbox oh, okay. is a dollar. A lot of people do it. Everyone yeah. I know does it. <laughs> or you can Netflix it, but even then it's like you got to wait. and. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, for yeah. the disc and stuff. That's why I'm saying, you know, they uh, like on Amazon, you can... Uh, you can stream new movies. You know they cost more than a dollar, but movies that are still in the They're theater. Like fifteen bucks, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still worth it. You know, I mean, fifteen bucks is the price of one ticket at the theater. Yeah, but I don't get to keep it. That's true. I don't get to keep the other one. No, you can, you can. No, you can buy it and watch it anytime you want. Uh, in a dig, in digital form. You know. So I mean. Not if it's still in theaters. Yeah. That's gotta be way more. It's gotta be like thirty bucks then. No, no. I mean, you mean like like to buy it, to actually buy it? Uh, No, I think. Wait a minute. Let me think. Yeah, there's no. Maybe you can't buy it while it's still in the theater. But but I know they have like flight and they have uh, uh, Skyfall and stuff, you know, available now. Right. And they're still in the theaters. Argo. Yeah. How much are they though? They are 15 bucks to watch. For one time. Yeah, one time, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like going to the theater. But I guess that's better than going to the theater because then you're in your own home. Yeah, and it costs you half as much, you know? I mean, yeah. Today, a ticket's 15 bucks, and especially if you have a few mo- a few people watching, it's worth it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I figure you wait another month or two, it'll come out on DVD, and then you can get it for five bucks. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I like this Amazon streaming, man. I mean, they get so many things on it. It It, it is like... Um, like Netflix, but at the same time, it's all digital. You know, they don't right. send you anything. So it's cool, and they get like a huge selection of movies and stuff. So to me, that's worth it. And I'm not paying anything because Amazon's got this uh, uh, Prime membership. If you pay $79 a year, then you get all your all your purchases sent to you for free in two days. And now they also include all these videos and stuff. That's so, pretty cool. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I love Amazon, man. I've got two Kindles, believe it or not. Do you really? And I, and I still read a lot of paper books, too, yeah. But it's cool because you can do anything on it, you know? <laughs> I play a lot of words with friends on it. You're funny. <laughs> have you ever played that again? No. you got to play it. It's so I don't addictive, have time man. for that. That's yeah. the thing. I just I don't have time for it. Like, I can't <laughs> be playing games, <laughs> which I think is funny. And yeah, it's well, late at night I play it, you know, I mean, but I, yeah. you know, I just kind of... It's stimulating. I love words, you know. I love language and stuff. So I think that's great. Yeah. Late at night, it, I'm finishing up my herbology. Yeah. You see, and what I hate though is that you can tell right away when someone's cheating. They're using like a dictionary or some kind of a cheat sheet. Really? Yeah. You can tell because they come up with words you never heard of. They probably don't know what the fuck they mean anyway. You know. I mean, some words that sounded like an African name or something. Some kind of a. You know, I don't know where they got it, but, you know, and then you go with simple words and it doesn't accept them as words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like co, for example, like co-worker. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking word. It won't take it. You know, it won't. Co is not take, a word. It is a word. If it's co-worker, it's a word. If it's co-op, it's a word. But co by itself is not a word. It is a fucking no, word. No, it's not a fucking word. <laughs> Oh, my God. It has to be attached to something. It's like saying ing. Ing's a word. Working is a word, but not ing. It's not the same. Yes, it is. It's the same thing whether it's before or after. In fact, there's a name for that, and I forget the name of it. Proverbial? No. What the hell is it called? I'm going to get to that because I know it's a description of part of the word. Oh. Yes, it is. You mean an adjective? No. 
No, but it's still a word. I'm like, telling you. Like ing. Even or like, a is supposed to be considered a word, and I, like you know, I like would I be a myself, word. Yeah. A would be a word, but I think I think words of friends has to be a three letter word. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is no, it, or, uh, no, it's a minimum of two two letters. Okay. But uh, but no, I mean, like you know, and some words it won't take at all. Like I tried Asian, Asian. Yeah. Wouldn't take it. Spell it wrong. No. <laughs> it wouldn't fucking take it. I was so irritated. So, yeah. So, sometimes... And then sometimes, you know, it's like in most games, I, I win big, you know? And then sometimes... What do you exactly do you win? I mean, what do you win? You win points? Just points, yeah. And what do these points go to? Nothing. <laughs> you know? Nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But no, Wait. but but sometimes you just don't get the right letters for the there, whole fucking game. There has got to be a, a game out there <laughs> that you can play online that you would uh-huh. actually win money or tokens for money for. There's got to be. Only casino sites. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> play words with friends on casino sites. I don't play casino. Are you kidding? I used to play like um, poker, right? Mm. Uh, online for a dollar a game. A uh, dollar a game, right? right? I still would get so fucking pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would play like four or five games at once at the same time. And I'd get so pissed off. I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, you win a dollar if you win and, you know, and something (laughs) like that, you know. Just not worth it, the eyes are like, right. Yeah, you know, and uh, you play against other players, but still, you know. (laughs) So I'm not good with games. I get really irritated. <laughs> I don't like to lose, you know. You're funny. <laughs> so let's see. The guest is not calling in, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, that's strange. Let me see. Oh, well. It looks like everything's working. They should be able to get through. So, um, yeah, so that's it for the Oscars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what? Let's let's play the song. If she calls, I'll yeah. just stop it and... Uh, uh, let's see if that's that's a good one here, because there's a few versions I think or something. So. Alien contactee Ron Anderson presenting "We Saw Your Boobs" by Seth MacFarlane. Okay, this guy obviously didn't record it very well. No. And he gives us his own commentary too. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. In the movie that we saw, we saw your boobs. There we go. Arrow Street, we saw your boobs in Silkwood. Naomi Watson, all Holland Drive. Angelina Jolie, we saw your boobs in Gia. They made us feel excited and alive. And at the way, we saw your boobs in Brokeback Mountain. Halle Berry, we saw them in Monster Ball. Nicole Kidman and eyes wide shut. Marissa Tomei and the wrestler, but we haven't seen Jennifer Lawrence's boobs at all. We saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. <laughs> in the movie that we saw, we saw your boobs. Kristen Stewart, we saw your boobs in On the Road. And in Monster, we saw Charlize Theron's. Helen Hunt, we saw them in the sessions. And Scarlett Johansson, we saw them on our phones. Jessica Chastain, we saw your boobs in Lawless. Jodie Foster in The Accused. Hillary Swank and Boys Don't Cry, Penelope Cruz and Vanilla Sky, and Kate Winslet in Heavenly Creatures and Jude, and Hamlet, and Titanic, and Iris, and Little Children, and the Leader, and whatever you're shooting right now, we saw your boobs. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty funny. Right I, I think they'll invite him back. 
He oh, was pretty yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. It's up McFarlane. Of course he's good. Yeah, I guess. You know, I never watch his shows or anything, but uh, but yeah, he's uh he was pretty funny, I thought. Yeah. So we're still waiting for our guest to call. Her name is Drea Bauer, and uh, she's an online dating expert. So we'll see if we're going to hear from her. If not, maybe some other time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is with the guests lately, I'm telling you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, let's see. What else? Um, yeah. I guess, uh, I don't know if we covered this on the show and stuff, but I guess this man offered his kid, his teenage kid, about a couple hundred bucks to get off Facebook. What? Yeah. And uh, so my question to you is this. Would you quit Facebook, um, like, for an amount of money? Uh, Could you? For how long? Forever. No. No, huh? For no amount of money? No. Really? What's the point? Even if you get a hundred thousand dollars for never going on, on Facebook again. All right, I would. I here's the thing. I would sign a paper, but it would not say ever again. It would be like <laughs> I'd have to reword it, uh-huh. so it would be like for a period of time. Okay, but that's the thing, though, is that you know what you're saying is exactly how many people feel, and that is that I don't think I could live without it. You know, I mean, the connections it's given us is uh, are just amazing you know the the way we're able to uh, to communicate with people and stuff it would be like you know we'd go back like 10 15 years right you know without it so it's yeah it's amazing how many people said you know they you know maybe ten thousand dollars or or more or something like that i don't even think that for ten thousand dollars i would quit facebook you know it would totally disconnect you from everybody that would you wouldn't know what the hell's going on (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think. I mean, yeah. you could. How would I word it? I don't know. My parents <laughs> have done. My parents are crazy. Like they've done some things like that before. They've offered me money to like not do something or move back or like uh-huh. do something else, and I've said no every time. Really? Yeah. So you can't be bought. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mind is made up. It's made up. It's the way it is. Like right. no, it would just really have to depend. I mean, yeah. it's. It's not about the money. It's about, you know, whatever the issue is. Right. And I stand by my ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're a principled person. Yeah. It's the principle of the matter. It's right. not, you know, about money. I'm not. And most of L.A., typical stupid bitches that live here, <laughs> they would be all about the money. Right. Actually, that is a great idea. Oh, my God. So when guys are first dating a girl, you could, I don't know how, but you'd have to think of a creative way to do this. But you could know if a girl is in it for you or for money or what you have or Uh who you know or like you never freaking know in L.A. You know, it's like such a shitty freaking town in in those words. It (laughs) is. There's so many chicks that are dudes, too. It it works both ways. Right. But um, if you could think of like a really cool I would know what it would be and offer a girl, would you want this or would you want money kind of thing? Uh, you don't have to like be slick how you did it. Right. You would know if they're true or not. Yeah, that's true. And then true. you don't, and if they choose money, then you just don't talk to them again. <laughs> yeah. They don't get it, you know? Peace out. But I think it would be yeah. a great ploy. Yeah. You know? But then there's a lot of men that really don't mind giving out the money and stuff as long as they have like a, a, a trophy wife or a girlfriend or something that they can show off. 
You know, and I mean, yeah, there's a lot of rich men so out there. so annoying. I know. And I've gone on dates with them not knowing and been like, what the hell am I into? Yeah. No. <laughs> Peace out, you creepo. Yeah. And I'm totally getting into it now. I'm reading a new Jackie Collins book. You yeah, know who she no. is? <laughs> no. She writes trashy Hollywood novels. Okay. <laughs> Mainly for women, you know. <laughs> but you're reading it. Yeah, I enjoy it because it's so like... I mean, Are you getting it, it, pointers? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it tells you like how Hollywood people live, you know, and it's just amazing how everybody's using everybody. Maybe it's just in her book. I don't know, but I bet you it happens oh, in real life as well. it is exactly what happens in very many ways. Yeah. A lot of it, I mean, sometimes not, but a lot of times, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so crazy. How yeah, I mean... I just couldn't do it. I, this is really funny. So, this was like, I was telling this story to somebody yesterday... Oh, I know who it was. Okay, so I'm not going to mention names because it's a very, very powerful person in Hollywood. Uh-huh. But uh, years ago, I was um, friends with a, this group of people, and we hung out a lot. And this guy had a crush on me. Like, he was just obsessed with me. Like, would beg me to go on dates, whatever. And I was single at the time. And um, one time I was like, all right, I'll hang out with you for the night. We'll see, whatever. So we had a really good time. It was fun. Nothing, you know, crazy. And then he went to kiss me, and it was the worst breath in the world. It was like oh my God. he had halitosis. Yeah. And I had kind of, like, thought maybe he had weird breath before, and then I was like, maybe it's just something he ate or, like, whatever. No, it was so bad. I was like, oh, God, wow. gagging, gagging. It was horrible. So, like, I just decided I just wanted to be friends with this person, and that was it. You know, like, nothing else. But right. he would continue to want to go out with me, want to go out with me. Now, most girls, because of who this person is, would uh, immediately, in a heartbeat, gone out with him and stayed with him and just sucked it up. Right. Literally. I could not do it. There was no way in hell. Mm-mm. Nope. Cool. And this is like a very um, prominent person in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I think the guest is calling. Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? Hi there. This is Drea Bauer. Yes, Drea. Good morning to you. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Where are you calling us from this morning? Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, nice. Wow. I love Charleston. It's so beautiful there. Yeah. Well, that's cool. (laughs) So, uh, now, uh, let me bring up your website real quick. So, uh, Drea, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and uh, give us a little bit of, uh, of something to think about. And, and talk a little bit about <laughs> and, and a little bit about your book, Way of the Superior Man. Uh, my book is actually mismatched. David oh. Data wrote Way of the Superior Man. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. It's a self-development book on online dating. So it, it brings the best tools I've ever learned from self-development, all great psychology principles, into the arena of online dating. So... It, it allows you to learn about yourself and about men and women in general from your experiences through online dating. Wow. That's cool. Now, have you used online dating, too, in your life? I have. I have. And have you found anybody? You know, I've dated people that I've met from online, but even more importantly than just that, I've learned so much about myself through that experience. But right. I've met some wonderful people, and I've actually, yes, I've had relationships through that and know many people that have ended up successful successfully finding their partners and actually getting married from from different sites. Right. Wow. Yeah. Now, you know, you're an attractive woman and everything. I would imagine you'd get a lot of attention <laughs> and stuff on, on, on a website Thank like you. this. Sure. But at the same time, you know, I feel... 
you know, what about people that are less than uh, awesome looking, you know? Uh, wouldn't it be harder for them on online dating? Well, yeah. let me say first that beauty is absolutely in the eye of the beholder. It's just like when you go to sell a house. Absolutely. Not everybody wants the exact same house. Not everybody wants the bedroom on the first floor. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's very individual in things that we, qualities we look for in people. Certainly men are very physically drawn. So right. as women, we need to, to cater to that and really look at our pictures, and we want the best pictures that reflect us in the best possible light. So, again, women tend to look for more things um, security and, you know, nesting things like, a, you know, husband-father qualities, while men are still, again, very visually and physically drawn. And not that there's a right or a wrong. Part of that goes back to caveman days and wanting to find uh, a partner that would be, you know, a childbearing possibility. So a lot of the times they look for, you know, the thick hair and the glowing skin and those kinds of things that are natural and instinctive. Right, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, men are very simple. You know, they'll be drawn to the nicest picture <laughs> on the website, and then that woman would get, like, bombarded with emails and stuff, you know. That's so, true. And, you know, and then I also understand that the ratio between men and women is not exactly in the men's uh, favor. Is that true? Well, I've heard that, too, and I think that depends a lot probably on which side you pick because there are different sites for different preferences. There are different sites for different age groups and interest hobbies. So there, there are so many sites now. There are thousands of sites now with millions of members. So you can certainly pick some that, are, that may have more more men, some that may have more women. For instance, there are athletic sites that, you know, possibly those have more men. There may be animal sites, maybe those have more women. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, different schools, picking a school. There, there are all kinds of things out there for all kinds of interest groups. So now it's just such a big market that it is not just all weighted heavily in the, the male ratio. So there's both. And I have to say, like, I'm sure you've had some crazy weird stories when you were online, too. What is, like, the weirdest thing that has happened to you online? You know, I actually am an extremely good judge of character. I spend a lot of time really reading a gentleman's profile, and I can read so much into it, and that's why that book is so great with Match, because it gives you some of the cues to look for when you're you're scanning your profile so that you can you can kind of see what you're getting before you get there. And, you know, I, I've had some interesting experiences, and I think that, you know, meeting people – it's a blind date every time you go, right? So that's always an right. interesting experience, and you get to learn about somebody and, and share some, some intimate and not-so-intimate details. So I don't have any horror stories because, again, mm-hmm. I, I screen, and I really know that whoever I go out with, I'm going to have a great time, whether there's a love connection or not, because I've already you know, pre-qualified that we have common interests and things in common. Right. Got it. Yeah. Well, no. I, one thing I am going to say is like when um, I was casting for Millionaire Matchmaker, so maybe it's the sites that I was on, but I was online uh-huh. looking for men um, to be on the show and who really wanted to, you know, find a girl. And I logged on. And I had to go under my name because you can't make an, a business account name. And I will tell you, I was like flooded immediately with thousands of messages. Yeah. And like, I mean, but they were mostly perverted messages. I couldn't Whoa. believe it. People offering <laughs> money. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I, oh my God, I can't imagine actually being, you know, if I were actually logging on for myself, I would be scared shitless. I would yeah. be terrified. Not, you know, not only that, but you don't know, you know, you don't know who is, I mean, you get so many responses. Maybe there's someone good in there, but you never get to there's it. There's like thousands of messages in the first couple wow. of minutes. And then I also found, well, um, sorry, I also found that there were men on there that, that didn't, they posted pictures from like years ago. Like, mm. it, it's like they don't know how to do a profile. What <laughs> advice do you give? 
So here's a quick tip for that. Generally, in my experience, what I found is a lot of times both men and women will have a bunch of pictures, and they may have their first profile picture may be a great one, and it could be from 10 years ago. But if you scan all the pictures, you know, look around, look at everything in the background, you can kind of get a feel for what decade it is, and you can kind (laughs) of get a feel for how they look now. Because most people don't just put all old pictures, they mix them in and they filter them in. So if you're really paying attention, you can also listen to things in their profile about what they like to do and, and get an indication of their vitality and their interests. But you, I would, this is my advice, take the, the picture that you are least attracted to, and if that is someone that is visually acceptable to you, you know, take it from that angle so that you don't go in being disappointed, that you go in, you know, with your expectation that it might be more realistic. But yeah. again, we know that attraction is based on a lot more than physical anyway you don't really know it until you get live and in front of the person right and can see all those other nonverbal cues that we are taking in that we don't even realize Mm -hmm. yeah exactly you know and that's what um my um you know what i'm wondering about online dating and stuff is because it's like almost like a laundry list you know it's like you go through all the uh but you know through all the um personality characteristics and things like that and uh, how much money they make or what they work as and and all this stuff and the thing is is that i think in real life you're not attracted to these things immediately you know you first draw uh-huh. to the person you right know. smart man that's true and sometimes people do make it a little bit too much like a job resume or, or an <laughs> interview to where they're just checking off the boxes Now, particularly for women, a lot of those fundamental, again, kind of nesting virtues are important to them. But on a date, what you really want to do is get an idea of the real chemistry. And that's why I don't, I don't spend too much time or energy encouraging people to do, you know, before play of dating, which is, you know, texting, calling. You want to get an idea, but what you really want to do is is turn that into a real live date so that you can meet them and judge the chemistry live and in person. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So your website is mismatch.us, and that's M-I-S-S, match.us. And, uh, that's right. Uh, n- now, uh, so you wrote the book as well, uh, Mismatch. Uh, so uh, give us a brief summary of the book. Well, again, it, it goes all back to, to the best self-development tools you can learn to become the best woman or man that you want to be while dating in the process. So everything from the power of focus, you know, what you focus on, you you grow towards and you make bigger um, in a partner, things that you focus on, you can actually encourage them to grow those qualities. Things like physical body cues, like your posture, your body language, things that, again, we don't even consciously aren't aware that, that are transpiring, but if we pay attention to those nonverbal cues, they can give us insight into what's going on in the person that we're communicating with. It's got health tips and beauty tips and profile writing tips and picture tips about how to pose and, you know, how what else to put in the surrounding pictures and what not to put in them. It's got all the best technology that I've learned in self-development and dating and I've got a lot of experience under my belt in both areas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, Drea Bauer, everybody check out her website, mismatch.us, and get the book by the same name. And um, let's see what else. So th- do you have any websites that you recommend where people might have a better luck finding someone? Well, I like some of the bigger sites just because by virtue of the, the size of them, it gives you a lot, more, a lot more people and a lot more possible matches. I will say sometimes paid sites, sometimes people have a little bit more on the line because they've invested a little. So sometimes that may be a better 
that are avenue, maybe not. Right. You know, it's just, it's, there is some trial and error to it and experience to it, but it's, again, with the book, you're going to get some insider cues on, on how, to, how to shorten the process and defining your ultimate mate. But again, in that process, you learn so much about yourself in, in dating, and experientially, you just have an, an unending supply of partners to practice on, particularly for people who are getting back out in the dating world, and it's really such an amazing resource. Wow. That's amazing. Well, you know, we'll have to check it out and stuff. So you've seen some of the biggest sites, uh, but then I'm thinking there's also more competition in there as well. So, you know, you got you to gotta really uh, look at what uh, what each site offers and, uh, and go Absolutely. with Absolutely. Yeah. And remember that, again, it's just like that person who's buying your house. It only takes one who falls in love with it exactly the way it is. That's true, yeah. But then you have to go through a lot of other ones before you find the right one, probably. So. Well, uh, then you learn your lesson. And that's a great learning experience. Exactly. That's a great way to enhance your dating skills and your personality. I mean, just really learn about yourself and about other people in the process. That's true, yeah. Now, have have you experienced speed dating, too? Have you done any of that? Well, well, I guess in, in my time, I kind of speed date in one sense, but I have not been on any of the speed dating activities. No. <laughs> I know, because it sounds like so funny. I have, had, to do I have had two dates in one day. Would that count? <laughs> <laughs> that would count. That's a lot. <laughs> all right, Drea. Well, thank you so much for all the information. It sounds fascinating, and everybody who needs somebody should go and get on, on a dating website and uh, and check out Drea's book and find out what the right thing to do is. So I'm sure you, you cover etiquette and things like that as well on there. So Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Well, Drea Bauer, thank you so much and all the best to you. Thank you all so much. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Aw. Sounds good. Well, know? yeah. That's another reason. Like, I mean, I am so happy I don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, I would go crazy. Yeah. I remember when I got there. But it can be fun, you know? I mean, you get to meet new people and stuff. I got a know? glimpse of it when I was, you know, casting, searching for these men, and I just realized, wow, <laughs> no way. I can't do it. I, just, yeah. I, I could not. I was like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? I mean, you get, like, thousands of responses. I did. That, that's what I'm saying. I had I mean, to sign up because yeah. I had to find, Because, you, know, you know, everybody's looking for the great pictures. All yeah. the guys look for the great pictures, and then they just bombard you with emails and stuff. But you I know, will I'm, say I'm I put on a of, I put on a good picture on purpose because I was trying to get as many people for the show as I could. Right. Um, I got get, caught eventually because I, I wrote about that I was casting because they were trying to, like, I made friends. Maybe, like, I sent one or two emails at first and then I was like oh so actually I'm only on here for casting blah blah yeah. blah but I tried to get them off the site so I could tell them off the site through an email and send them everything right. and a lot of people were great with it yeah. there was one guy that was freaking out because I guess he was married went on there because he was you know he was cheating <laughs> and on the site I mean how could people thought, do that they, psh, you know I mean the thought, thing is you don't think like your wife or a friend of hers or somebody's gonna find out well he got mad and reported me that I was on there for casting uh-huh. and I'm like like I'm gonna tell on you like I know who your stupid wife is and you're <laughs> stupid like whoever I don't care I don't right. care about any of that I'm only on here for casting and if you had nothing to do with casting then I have nothing to do with you right. they reported me so I got kicked off the site <laughs> 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 well you know. Obviously, you're not doing you're doing something wrong, so that's why. No, because I wrote that I was casting. Yeah, but that's what illegal. I'm saying. So you're not there to date, you know. Yeah. And it's gonna just. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't either. On. I should have reported him back, but I couldn't because I was already kicked off. Yeah. He'd be like, he's not there to date. He's there to cheat. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> oh man. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. There's no way. Nope. And that's another thing too is like, um, I don't think, and I don't think I would ever be able to do that anyway, just because people would know who I am. Yeah. And it's like, how do I know? You're not just clicking on here because of who I am rather than, you know, or who you think I am right. in the public eye versus who I really am. That's true. So that that's annoying. Yeah. You know, so I've never done it because how would I know? So it's like it, it's in a way it's um, you get a glimpse of what it's like to be a really well-known actress or something. You know what I mean? That right. would Because they would never do it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, like, I couldn't do it because I already get enough fan mail or people recognizing me on Facebook or wherever that it's like, right. oh, my gosh, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> I just want to be your friend because of who you are. Yeah. Which is retarded. <laughs> well, you got a fan base, you know. What no, you no, do, and I know? think that's great. I'm, not, public I'm eye, not knocking that. I'm yeah. just saying it's like sometimes people, and I still get asked to this day, like, so. Sometimes people just want to go out with me, not because of who I am mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I, yeah, it'd be a great time and fun, but like they just, it, that's it. They just want to, oh my God, they just want to say they went out with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. And that's just, that's frustrating. Yeah. I'm glad I have a good guy. Yeah, there you go. You see, you don't have to go through all that. Exactly. I feel bad for everyone that would have to. And I don't know how, like nobody in the industry would be able to. You know, anyone who's known in the slightest bit mm. wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, right. I, even if like... But I don't know that they have to. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they have so many people around them all the time. You, you would know? think that. But yeah. then, again, like I've been there and in that industry too. And it's like you just date within yourself. But then it's a, yeah. it, it's setting up for disaster because a lot of those guys cheat. Right. Well, Because it's like whatever there's show... There's a lot of big egos too, uh, you know? Yeah. It's like whatever show you're on. You wind up because you're away, especially if you're traveling, you're away with that group of people for so long and you wind up just intermingling. Exactly. You know, and connecting. And that's why I think it happens a lot when actors and actresses hook up after they made a film together. Right. It's because they were together yeah. for so long in that film. Exactly. You know, and yeah. And, and you're like in a uh, intimate scenes and things like that. You know, right. I mean, what the hell, you know? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina met. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I can't say that I'm not guilty of some of that. <laughs> when I was single, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just easy, right? Because you meet people there and you're like, oh, okay, they get it, you know? Right. And then it just like happens. And yeah. And you're like. No, it's easy. And then there, you realize, oh, it was just for during, we're just dating during this. Because yeah. Because then they, afterwards, they're on to the next. Yeah. That's what's so complicated. That's why there's so many breakups in this industry. Yeah. That's I, true, I yeah. I couldn't can. date somebody in that industry. Like I just, I couldn't anymore. No. Mm. They got it. I don't have to. I'm yeah. moving on. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm yeah. so tired. Now they're they're talking about uh, women, young women that date even younger men. What? So you know, I no, mean, can't yeah. do it. So it's like like a cougar, but you're not really an older woman. You're a younger woman, like like uh, me. Like you, yeah. It's like, for example, uh, remember Jamie Lynn Sigler from uh, yeah. The Sopranos? Yeah. I guess she's 31, and she's engaged to a 23-year-old guy. I could not do that, no. I will say there is a huge difference. And I, I dated someone who was in the industry, and he was um, <laughs> like eight years younger than me, maybe nine years younger. <laughs> yeah. And it was the only time that I've done that. Yeah. Right. Know, gone that young. But... Um, 
he grew up in the industry and grew up really quick. Mm. So I never, and he, you wouldn't know how old he was. You wouldn't realize the age difference until one time. And then I was like, oh my God, you are such a freaking child. I can't even <laughs> believe the way you're acting. I can't deal with you. Because see, men, um, men don't mature until they're older. Right. And even then, like, I mean, I still, I mean, I want like a young at heart, fun, silly person, but they have to be mature in other ways. Right. And a lot of times men don't mature in those ways until they're older. Right. And I've made the mistake of dating people who are like, you know, 28, 29, 30, 31. Mm. And it was a disaster. Really? Because they just were not mature still. Whoa. Yeah, I'll never. At the age of 30, they're not mature yet? No. Are you serious? No. <laughs> what the hell they're mature people? in some ways, in, uh-huh. in, in many ways, uh, but they don't have another system yet. Mm. Wow. They're like always still looking for the next best thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but you know, I mean, and uh, but when men do this, even when there's a 20 year difference, people don't necessarily frown upon that, you know. But it see, that to happen quite a bit. That's a little different. I feel that if you are in your 30s, in right. your 40s, um, whatever, and you still haven't found the right one, then you can. I mean, age doesn't matter at that point. Right. Really I don't think it does. No, you know? I think if you're in your 30s, going way younger, yeah, it matters. Yeah, it's a yeah. huge difference. Because until you're 30, at least 30, you're so immature in right. so many ways. So immature. You have to at yeah. least be in your 30s to to reach that point of kind of wanting the same thing. Right. So 30s, 40s, yeah. 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 Except you know, men want acceptable. fresh meat. You know. So they yeah. they'll go for a 25 year old. What the hell, you know? And they'll, they're not looking for conversation. Right, but then they'll get bored. Uh, they'll be irritated quickly. Yeah. Then again, you can find some very mature women are mature quicker. So yes, right. being an older guy, you could find a, much, a more mature woman in her late 20s. Mm. Quite possibly. Right. It could be there. Yeah. But it's true. It's rare, but it happens. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, Brigitte, this is it for today. Thank you for all of us for listening to us, and uh, we've got some great guests coming up. We this do week, have right? some really great, great guests. Okay, so you guys should definitely uh, be tuned. And we've got the real Nancy Botwin coming in studio okay. um, later this week, so that'll be very interesting, I think, for those who want to hear a, a true story of. And for those who don't realize, Nancy Botwin is from Weeds. Mm. TV show Showtime Weeds. Right. Um, so that's her character that they play in the movie. Um, she's based. She's very similar to that. Yeah. I see. Okay. So you know, selling weed and what it was like getting caught up in that whole world and yeah. uh, the naughtiness that goes behind it and the craziness. And we can't wait to hear those stories. Yeah, sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, and we also have very well known um, uh, medium Suzanne Northrop. Um, mm. She actually was up for an Emmy for her show over in Canada coming in studio wow. this week. Um, my girlfriend, Allison Tripp, who's Linda Tripp's daughter, is coming uh-huh. in studio um, as well, and uh, a few other people. Sounds so, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. You have been listening to Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, which airs every Monday through Friday from 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sam in the Morning with Brigetta is an L.A. talk radio production where we say what we want.